Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. Welcome back to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, guys. Welcome to episode 41. So it's finally spring in Michigan. It's so nice. I went out to the store yesterday with my friends. They also own businesses. I think I've talked about them before. They own a tenting business and they sell seeds on Etsy. And one of them is really into farming. His name's Isaac. Can he help me uh, pick out this like hanging basket from my balcony that has basil, parsley, and cilantro on it? And I know not everyone's a huge fan of cilantro, but I'm a fan and I'm just so excited to have a little herb garden out there. So it's like beautiful. I got to wake up and it's just blue outside and the trees are finally green and I have like my little American flags out of my deck. Now they have like an herb garden. It's just so cute and I love it so much. And I never thought I would really care about little things like herbs <laughs> so much, but it brings me so much joy to look outside and see that little thing hanging on the balcony and knowing that I'm growing herbs is like the coolest thing ever right now. So with that said, I did wake up today. It is Monday. Uh, the t- Oh no, it's Monday the 8th of May when I'm recording this podcast and I woke up with like some extreme anxiety today and I want to offer this. I think I've talked about it before that life is always 50-50. It doesn't matter how rich, skinny, famous, ugly, pretty smart you are. Life is always going to have positive and negative emotions in it about half the time for each of them. And I don't say that to scare you guys away or make you think that's horrible. I'm just saying that no matter how far along you get in life or how much you're chasing your dreams or your goals, you're going to be anxious half the time and you're going to be really happy half the time or whatever. Put in any negative and positive emotion, fill in the blank for there. And I think it's interesting because as of today, I woke up, I have 14 clients. That's about the most I've ever had. I think the most I've had is 15 and I'm on my way to get 20. So I have a bunch of consults like on the outside view of my business, everything's going really good. Like all my clients are uh, doing well, the ones that are coming and I'm not getting no showed as much as I used to and that kind of stuff happens. So I woke up today and I saw I had 14 clients on my books and my immediate thought was, oh my gosh, I'm going to get found out. And it's the funniest thought because it just came in. It's pretty much, it's not even, I'm going to get found out. It's they're all going to go away immediately or they're all going to hate me and want my money back or it's not going to last. Like some kind of thought like that, which is coming from scarcity. There's a whole bunch of them. And I was just sitting in this anxiety and I want to offer this too. Before you guys try to ever get out of an emotion, just sit with it. Give yourself space. I went outside and I just sat in anxiety. I know it sounds strange, but I did that. I just allowed it to be there and I just felt the anxiety and I felt it in my body and I, I listened to all the thoughts coming in and just felt with the anxiety and just sat there. And it was really important. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I did this podcast with Hannah, the weight loss coach. And she says, it's funny because you're anxious when you don't have clients and you're anxious when you do. And it's so true. Like in anything that you're doing with your life, any dream that you're going after, when you actually achieve the dream, you think it's all going to be beautiful and amazing, but you actually feel the exact same level of negative emotion when you achieve the dream as you did before, when you hadn't achieved it. It's just a different flavor of negative emotion. So be mindful of that. I did not expect to wake up this morning and feel so much anxiety, and I did. And I actually just, I'm recording this podcast right now because I got a client that signed me last week who no-showed on their first call and has not responded to the emails from this morning. So I don't know if they're going to show up or be a client or not. It doesn't really matter. It's just like I was already anxious. (laughs) And then you know, that happened. So I have to manage my brain around it. Remember, there's two things in the world, only two things that you need to be important that you need to care about, I should say. There are circumstances outside of your control. And that's other people. That's like 
the world exploding, weather, your past, anyone else's actions or words, and then there's your thoughts about them. And the only thing that matters is what you make things mean, what thoughts you think about circumstances. Because remember, it's not circumstances that create your emotions. It's your thoughts in your head that are always optional, no matter what circumstances, things outside of yourself exist. So it's in times like these when you have really big emotions where I always recommend before you try to do any thought work, before you do anything to change it, don't change it, just sit in it, allow it to be there. And I'm not saying like increase it by not managing your thoughts. I'm saying just allow the anxiety to be there. You don't have to go down the rabbit hole of thoughts. Just like welcome it right in. I sat down, I'm like, okay, anxiety, you're here. I know this emotion. My chest is just pounding. I'm going to sit here. It's making me want to get up, run. I, I noticed I want to eat, which is something that hasn't really happened in a little while that I've been, that I've noticed is like a strong desire to eat from anxiety, but that did happen. And I just sat with it. I didn't try to change anything and I allowed it to be there as long as I needed it. So I, I sat with anxiety for quite a while and then eventually it was like, okay, now I can start to get out of it. And now I can start to look at the thoughts that are causing it. And then I was able to kind of ration my way out. So it's times like this when it's really, really good to just have a power thought in your mind that you're ready to pull out at any time. Like just a power thought. And what that means is like one thought that's going to always help you get into a decent emotion or at least out of a negative one so that you can just be okay. It's going to ground you. One of the thoughts that I have that has grounded me for a really long time, and I think I've talked about it on this podcast, is it's going to go exactly as it's supposed to go. This is happening exactly as it's supposed to. Some variation of that thought. And I want to tell you the origin of that thought. And then I want to tell you about how I use it and how powerful it is to have this thought in my life to where it can kind of drag, you know, grab me right out of situations that are quite uncomfortable. So in 2019, I live in Spain and I live with this girl named Maria and she's amazing. Maria, you say in Spanish, and she's from the Netherlands. And at the time she was 18 years old and I was 23. So she was younger than me. I kind of saw her as my younger sister, but just something, something stuck with me one day where I was having a really bad day and I was upset. Um, it was emotionally, I was having a really rough day and she looked me in the eye and just totally out, out of nowhere in English. She had a Dutch accent, but it sounded so elegant how she said it. She said, this is going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. She said it in her Dutch accent, but it was just so sophisticated sounding. And it immediately grounded me. And I just, the negative emotion just washed away. And ever since then in 2019, every time that something happens that like, I'm just experiencing a negative emotion or something bad that's like really deep. <laughs> I just think some variation of that thought, like, this is going exactly as planned. Everything's going to be okay. And it immediately grabs me out. And this is a thought I relied on today after I sat with the anxiety for a little while and just let it be there. Cause sometimes you just like, sometimes just letting it be there and just sitting with it. That's all you need to do. Remember when you resist emotions, they persist. And when you allow them, they go away. So I needed to allow the emotion so I could process it. And a lot of it did get processed, but then it was still there. And I realized that the anxiety that was still there was being caused primarily by the thought that this isn't going to last or I'm going to lose all my clients. Like I'm going to go broke. They're all going to realize like I'm a whole, you know, it's just going to fall apart. And as you know, when I was younger, I think I understand why I think that I have a pattern of doing this where I think, Oh my gosh, it's all going to fall apart. And then I look for proof for it. And then I find proof for it. And I create proof for it. And when I was younger in 2008, my family lost our house. Um, so we lost everything, like literally everything. My parents went bankrupt. They had to pull all their money out of the, our, their 401 and get penalized on it very heavily by the IRS, which they're still paying on today. Like all the money was gone. My dad lost his job. Everything happened. We moved in with my grandpa. And ever since that point in 2008, everything was focused from a lens of scarcity around money and around it never being enough and it always ready to fall apart again. So from 2007 all the way up for like 15 years, pretty much everything was scarce. 
right? Like we always did secondhand clothes. We were doing reduced lunch. Like that was always a huge deal to make sure we never paid full price for lunch. And there was like discrepancies there. I remember this one time we went to the gap and there's an underwear sale. I'll never forget it. I was like 12 or 13 years old, embarrassed already. You know what I mean? Cause I'm in there with my mom. She's giving me underwear and they were mismarked. They were supposed to be a sale, buy one, get one or something like that. And my mom got to the counter and they charged her and they said that sale didn't exist. And error is expired or something. And she went off on them. So and I can tell where that was from. Now, looking back as an adult, it's like she was freaked out. They just lost her house. She went bankrupt. She's already scarce around money. And then that happens. You know, it wasn't really about the underwear. But as a kid, you're like really paying attention to those. And you're learning all these belief systems about how the world works, right? Like I learned every bad lesson about money I possibly could from my parents. Not in like a deliberate way or like a am upset with them way, but like a they lost everything and they formed all these horrible beliefs about scarcity that they directly passed down. And no blame. I'm not saying that I they're they're responsible for my financial situation or what's happening today, but I grabbed onto what I saw and I created my own beliefs. And that's why this work is so important. Like sometimes you just have an, an a random amount of anxiety, but I think that the anxiety today was created from me thinking everything's gonna fall apart. And I've had this thought come up before, and then I look for proof for it. And what happens when you're thinking everything's gonna fall apart and you're looking for proof for it? Then you're feeling negative emotions and you're acting in a way that actually makes it more likely that you're going to create the results you're scared of happening. Remember that your thoughts are always going to create results you don't want if they're unconscious and undesirable thoughts. So it's really important to, you know, when you're training yourself away from these beliefs is to understand the process, like understand the emotion you're feeling first. I, the very first thing I did was name it. And then after that, I found the thoughts that were causing it, right? And I want to say like, have so much compassion for yourself. Like, I don't want to be having thoughts about my business falling apart and about literally being homeless. Like it's scary. It's, it's anxiety provoking. I don't want to be having those thoughts. So for me to beat myself up, oh, that's stupid. You know, it doesn't help. I always say you have to have awareness first, awareness of the emotion and the thoughts, and then immediately compassion. Your brain has a good reason to believe the things it does. Even if it's not going to be a reason that serves you and it is changeable, just be compassionate. The reason that I have these belief systems about scarcity is because I was I was in an environment that was quite scarce as a kid. It makes sense. My brain just developed to protect myself, but it's not going to serve me for the future. And if I don't do this work, I'm going to recreate the, the past with the future because of these beliefs. So you have to be compassionate to understand the beliefs. And then you have to also take the time and the practice to change them. If you are not actively changing your beliefs, you will create the past again. I promise you that's how it works. That's exactly why I'm like freaking out as a 28 year old in my own apartment with a fully functioning business, even though I'm doing well, it's the funniest thing. Like my business is doing better on all measurable dimensions. than it was three weeks ago by like double. And I'm freaking out with the exact same amount of anxiety because it's not about the circumstance, right? It's about the thoughts that are already in my head that the circumstances are triggering, but the circumstances aren't creating them. They're just triggering thoughts that already existed. So in times like this, be aware of the pattern. And then the next thing you want to do is find a way to start changing the pattern. Whether you want to find proof against the current thought, find proof for a new belief. And that's kind of what I did. So I don't need to find proof against the, the current thought that everything's going to fall apart. Like I know it's not going to consciously. I know that logically. So I'm like, I'll just find proof for a new belief. Uh, the other one's already kind of shaken up. So I figured I'd pull up my, my trusted, this is going exactly as it's supposed to belief. And I sat with that and I found proof for it. How is this going exactly as it's supposed to? I think that if I had 
any different amount of clients right now, it would be bad. You know, I'd find proof for that. Or I'd, I think that this is perfect for me. Like I have the exact right amount of clients and this whole situation with getting no show and all this, it's exactly perfectly supposed to happen exactly like this. What can I learn from this, right? Is there anything I did on the consult where I missed something or I didn't ask the right question? Or maybe she just slept in, it's not a big deal and I'm being like worried for no reason or anything like that. Or maybe it's perfect. Like how is it perfect that I have this time to make this podcast this morning, right? So I want to look for proof to believe that everything's going right as planned and I'm finding it. And because of that, the additional anxiety that was there after I processed through the big anxiety has pretty much gone away. I'm going to be okay. Everything's going planned. Everything happens for me. I'll be good. It's a beautiful day. It's literally like 70 degrees out in Michigan. The world is turning. It's so beautiful out. I have my little herb garden. I have, I'm so loved in my life. Like I have so much proof to be grateful for. And that whole entire anxiety thing, it just had to be processed through and now I'm changing it. And I want to offer, it's so important to be able to do this process consciously, lovingly, and also change the things that aren't serving you. If I wouldn't have had thought work, then I would have spiraled in anxiety all day. I know myself. I know how my I used to be. I would have a thought, a worry. It would spiral with me all day long. All day long, I'd be carrying around anxiety that was unnecessary from thoughts that I wasn't aware of. And then I would be creating more results that I didn't want unconsciously because I was so caught up in the thoughts I wasn't even there aware of to begin with. So it's really important to have power thoughts that you can pull out that you can always find evidence for that are going to serve you. The, this is going exactly as it's supposed to has helped me with so many things. Like I can just pull this thought out pretty much at any given point. And I'm not, I'm not avoiding the emotions of my body when I use this thought either. Remember process through the emotion, let it be there for a minute. Cause it might just go away without having to change any thoughts in your head. Sometimes we just have that 50, 50 of life where it's totally appropriate to be feeling anxiety and you just need to feel the anxiety and it'll go away. But sometimes we're creating additional anxiety and it's really good to have some thoughts in your mind that you can just grab out at any time that you can just totally pull out in a loving way and change your results. And this is the process of thought work. It's not that sexy. <laughs> People want it to be like, oh my God, I just believed I could do it one day and I did. My mom, my mom has a mug that I used to bring to work. It says she believed he could. And so she, or he, it's so funny. It's like he believed she could and then he did or some shit like that. But there's all this like sexiness around belief work, right? Where, oh, manifestation, all this stuff. It's like, no, manifestation is awesome. It so amazingly works, but you have to do it every day. It's a practice, right? Sometimes you wake up feeling anxiety and you just want to get out of the anxiety, but that's where the practice of manifestation is, right? That's where it takes place in the dark, the dark anxiety of your Monday morning when you don't want to think about anything and you're just trying to like rip on your vape and get away from your life mentally when you need to do the thought work because it's going to be the thought work that changes your life. And I'm just so relieved I have this work to rely on because, because like I said, I would have been in anxiety all day long. And because I was able to sit with myself lovingly, catch the thought, you know, put in new thoughts that serve me and sit and believe them and practice this. It's just the best gift you can give to yourself ever to be able to self-coach yourself, self-coach yourself and understand what's going on from compassion. It's like, that is the work that creates dreams. That is how you become the person you want to become. That's it. You have your own back. You don't beat on yourself or shame yourself for having thoughts and emotions. You sit with them with love and compassion, understanding. You decide what you want to believe and you practice it lovingly. And all the crap that comes up, all the childhood, you know, fears that have been there forever and all that, you just, you allow them to be there, hold space for yourself. You don't try to like, you know, oh, I shouldn't feel that. I'm too, I'm stronger than that. I'm beyond that. Like apparently I'm not beyond it. <laughs> like every, I believe that every single level that I hit my business, I'm going to have these anxiety thoughts that come up 
And I think they've just been programmed into me. And this is the process of unprogramming them. And then one day, maybe like a year from now or five years from now or 10 years from now, I'm going to have this amazing success in my business or my life. And I'm not going to have all the anxiety that comes up that was trained into myself when I was young that I should be skeptical of success because it's going to be taken away. This is the work. It's going to change your life. It's already changing my life. It's changing all my clients' lives. I'm so happy to have clients. I'm so grateful. If they know, show me it's okay. I think it's happened exactly as it's supposed to. Maybe they weren't ready to receive coaching or maybe I wouldn't have been able to help them at the highest level. Whatever it is, I don't need to know why they no-showed. I just need to know what I make it mean. And that's all that matters. You don't have to worry about circumstances outside of your control. All you have to worry about is what you make them mean in your life for yourself. And I promise you, it's never going to hurt you to make them serve you. I think the best thing that could have happened in the world this morning was that my client no-showed because I get to be here doing this podcast. It would have never existed if that didn't happen. And that's the ultimate reason. And that's the only thing I need to know to not feel anxious about the no-show. <laughs> and maybe they'll come back to you. I'm not, nothing, I want you guys to know too, like absolutely nothing against this client or anybody else's emotions or feelings. That is not what this is. I'm just saying in a perfect world, if I could choose and control the people's actions, I would have had the client show up when they said they were going to show up, right? Of course, who wouldn't? But since they didn't, I'm going to make it mean something so awesome. That's going to mean something good for both of us. And that's the best way to ever go through the world. And then when you are able to do that, like you are so compassionate with yourself and you're so compassionate with other people. Like I genuinely believe that that was the best thing for both of us that this happened. So I made it the best thing for me. And I promise you that me making it the best thing for me, if this client does reach out and interact with me again, it's going to be the best thing that could have happened for both of us. I promise. So it's so good. It's such beautiful work we get to do. It's always based in compassion, never, never greed or hatred or anything. And I was just talking to my friends yesterday, you know, they own this business, the tenting business and the seed business. And like, we were just talking about how, how amazing it is that you can genuinely go out into the world and actually try to provide a, a service in a skill set from integrity that's in your business and how amazing the world receives it and how much, how it just, you feel so grateful about life when you're able to create something that's your own, helping other people. And then the world, you know, rewards you for doing that in a way that's really integral to yourself. So if you're not in integrity with your life right now and you're not living the dreams that you want, like it's going to be a little bit scary. It's going to happen. But the benefits of doing this life you know, how you want because you want to from a place of complete love for yourself and compassion for your dreams is so amazing. Yes, there's anxiety at every level, 100%. That's going to happen. But there's there was so much anxiety in my life when I wasn't doing this work already that at least now there's anxiety and I'm still getting the things that I want and I'm helping people along the way. So the best of both worlds experience, Hannah Montana, you know what? I wanted to be her when I was 13. I wanted to be Hannah Montana. Actually, let me correct that. I want to be Miley Cyrus because I never thought she looked good in the blonde wig. All right. That was it. I love this. Everything's going exactly as planned. Find proof for that thought today in your life. And if you look back into the past with that thought, you'll actually be able to rewrite the story you tell about your past, which is like the biggest gift you can ever give to yourself. I look back now with that thought, everything went how it should. And it's like, oh my God, it's perfect. I used to hate myself because I was fat, but I needed to be so I can help people with it now. So I can love myself on such a deep level now because I knew how much I used to hate myself. Uh, we lost the house. It's the best thing that could have happened to me ever. Although I have some kind of like unhelpful beliefs about scarcity, like I'm not a spoiled brat that actually owns a business and does the hard work, right? Like everything happened for me and I could have found so much proof against that even today, but it's never going to serve me to do that. It only serves me to believe what serves me. That's it. You're delusional either way, people. Love you guys so much. Have a fantastic day. I will see you next week. What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are ready to take all this information to the next level and apply it, I want to invite you to a one-on-one -on -one consult with me 
we can talk about putting a plan together to help you make meaningful income. Coaching is often the missing link that helps you go from dreaming to taking action. Thanks guys, I'll see you next week.